Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. In the Rust movie set shooting, New Mexico prosecutors are setting out their involuntary manslaughter case against armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. Newsline spoke with CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Uh, Thane, first of all, uh, so prosecutors are going to say that she was to blame for this live ammo being in the prop gun, right? That Alec Baldwin had and it discharged and the cinematographer Helena Hutchins was killed. How would they go about proving that or trying to? Well, she's the armorer, so it's technically her job to make sure that she stores both the weapons and the bullets. The bullets are supposed to be dummy bullets. They're not supposed to be live. But apparently you keep some live ones around because you so you can put them in a gun belt or something so that the audience looks at them and they say, oh, that's a real bullet. So, But there shouldn't be many of them. But somehow they got mixed together. And so, it, you know, the question is, you know, she clearly was grossly negligent because the bullets somehow, you know, were indistinguishable. And one of them, it's like they were pl- playing Russian roulette. One, it, there were many bullets in that gun, but just one of them happened to have been live. And that's the one that Alec Baldwin fired. Uh, her argument is to say the set was a mess. Uh, you know, we were very low budget. I didn't have enough time. We were rushed. I didn't have time to prepare everyone. Normally, I give everyone a tutorial, slow things down. But instead, you know, the guns were lying everywhere near the lunch table. And so that's part of the reason I think Alec Baldwin was brought back into the case, because he was a producer. He had money in this. So it's not just that he may have been negligent in discharging the weapon. He says he never pulled the trigger, never uh, uh, pulled the trigger, never fired the gun. But also because he was a producer, he may have been somewhat uh, negligent for the, the the lack of safety precautions on the set itself. Okay, so they're trying to pin it on him for just the overall uh, conduct, I guess, on the set. So, Thane, um, I've also heard that there is a report of some partying on the set. And what do Gutierrez Reed's lawyers have to say about that? <laughs> for you can't make this up. Mm-hmm. Text messages from her to other people in the cast about how high I am, how much pot I smoked in the hotel room. And they're all making jokes about that. Apparently, on the day after, an hour or so after the gun went off and killed the cinematographer, she apparently gave a bag of cocaine to someone else to get rid of it because everyone, you know, the police were there. So, you know, there is some question that the whole set was just a mess. And, you know, her lawyers are saying, 
you don't have the cocaine. Where is the evidence? You have hearsay testimony. You're just so the question is, is there enough circumstantial evidence that just from her text messages that she was, you know, taking drugs? And if you're taking drugs, you're not the person who should be most responsible to make sure that the weapons are stored and the bullets are stored properly. So we are looking at this case in part because we want to learn something about what the outcome could potentially be for Alec Baldwin when he goes on trial this summer. Bridget, you know, Alec Baldwin's going to say it's a good argument. I'm an actor. You know, my job is to learn lines. You know, I don't I don't know. I, I'm not a, I'm not in the gun business. And the, that's the armorer's job which is why the point that you raised before, that second element of negligence might kick in because he was a producer and the, the, the quality of the controls on the set. But yes, this is a, you know a, a window into some of the arguments that will be made because I think the arguments about just the, the recklessness of the set might also apply to him. Um, remember, the, the case against Alec Baldwin was dropped a year ago. Why? Because there was evidence that that gun that he used might have been retrofitted in a way that it would have been possible for it to have gone off on its own. And guess what happened, Bridget? They brought in another expert, the prosecutors. They took the gun completely apart like a toy kit and put it back together. And now they've determined that the gun could only have been fired if Alec Baldwin was responsible. So that's why they brought the case again. Responsible. And yet, you know, what what made the gun go off. I mean, he has said, I guess he pulled back the hammer, but he didn't pull the actual trigger, right? Right. And so the question then became, what kind of this, the evidence, apparently, Bridget, these guns were like, you know, from the wild, wild west, right? So these were not semi-automatic weapons. You had to actually do some work. That's his point. It, they, it's not easy to fire them. You have to do something to fire them. Um, but you know, the, the real question in his case is, you know, he, he's, I'm not in the gun business and, you know, I'm not, I'm not ultimately in the end responsible. That is the job of the armor. Uh, you know, he's saying I never actually did pull the trigger and their expert testimony that is going to say this gun would never have discharged unless you would pull the trigger or let go or whatever it is that would have discharged the bullet. Interesting case, as you say, just can't make it up. Thane Rosenbaum, our CBS News legal analyst. Always great to have you here, Thane. We thank you. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.